Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Here's the Deal podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Hannah. And today we're going to be talking about how we can bring glory to God uh, in everything that we do, even when we are not surrounded in an atmosphere, say, where there are Christians always around us. Um, Pretty much we're just going to be chit-chatting about how we can bring glory to God um, no matter what we're doing or what we're called to do. Yes. But first, Hannah, I mean, so just for you (laughs) podcasters to know, or n- listeners, not podcasters, whatever. <laughs> um, we haven't we, we pre-recorded a couple of weeks because we had some, you know, different things come up in mm-hmm. our schedules, and so we haven't recorded a podcast in a hot minute. Hannah, yep. how are you? I'm doing pretty well. There's Good. lots lots going on. And it's just gonna get busier and busier because the season, yeah, the season of holidays and mm-hmm. all that. So, how have you been? I've been good. Yeah. Just been, yeah. My <laughs> puppy Archie started puppy, puppy school. Yeah. So he just had his second class. He's doing so good. Um, yeah. Just I saw your, I saw your picture of him. He was so stinking cute. Yes. He's very <laughs> cute. And I want to, I mean, once he gets through puppy class, um, and everything, I want to train him to be a service dog, um, which is very intensive training. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've started every time I train with him and he goes to class, he wears a little bandana just so he at least gets, starts getting used to putting on some sort of some clothing, yeah. you know, or whatever <laughs> when he is working. So that's cute. starting that up and he's doing super, super good. Um, so yeah, just embracing the last bits of nice weather when I can. So. I know it's lately it's been, it's funny cause it's now been in like seventies and like sixties. So you can wear a sweatshirt and now. I'm already pulling out sweaters. <laughs> But it's chilly at night. It's it gets so chilly. really chilly. Yeah. It's like four well, it's forty degrees in Rigby. Mm-hmm. And that's like how how cold it'll get. But in the mornings it's still it's still kinda chilly. We still have our sprinklers going off and so when yeah. I'm going out to go take care of pigs and stuff, oh yeah. It's really chilly, especially if some of that water gets you. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so Yeah. No, I might go camping this next weekend just for oh, one fun. night. It's going to be a little chilly, but I have a new sleeping bag, so I'm excited to there you go. see if it works. And you get to be around the campfire, which yeah. campfires are always really, really nice. Mm-hmm. But it's true. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So do you have a quick tip for us? I do, actually. Okay. So I don't know. I don't think I've mentioned this, but I've told this to a few people. But I don't think I put it in the podcast before. So, <laughs> um, which is how you can tell if your eggs are spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take your eggs and put them, fill up a jar of water. It could be a jar, it could be a cup, and you drop the egg in it. If the egg drops to the bottom, then it's still good. If the egg floats to the top, then you have a spoiled egg and you definitely do not want to eat that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because of all of the air that formulates in it and it's a spoiled egg you definitely don't want to eat that yeah. uh, but that for me is the quickest way I've been able to tell if there's a if you have a spoiled egg or not and because we have lots no, of it works super good yeah and because we have lots of uh fresh eggs coming in daily we want to <laughs> it's hard to keep track and yeah. so especially before we give them away to anybody we'll test them but yeah that's and if a, you have one that's kind of like on its side or kind of lifted that's like a oh it's getting close yes you yeah. need to use it <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure Pastor James mentioned that in our creative meeting. Oh, and really? I was like, yeah, and I was like, I've never even heard of that one before. Yeah. I just knew fill up a thing of water and just drop it in. If it floats, it's not good. Yeah, no, <laughs> there's, yeah there's that in-between time. 
but it makes sense yeah but yeah sweet do you have a quick tip or um i do have a quick tip um i just looked it up (laughs) so it's about bowling i bowl maybe once every five years um (laughs) but if you are an avid bowler or a person that you know wants to get better at bowling here's a tip for you um keep your wrist and arm straight through your whole motion um a lot of people like to bend elbows um or like swing your elbows side Mm. to side um but if you keep just like a nice straight motion and keep your arms straight then that'll help you have a better bowling swing interesting I'll yeah have to remember that remember next time i go bowling you go bowling in five years in five years <laughs> yes yes that's a fun so, tip yeah i mean have you done any fall things to prepare for the season um, your decorations out or anything i do i have i got my mom and i put all of our decorations out in august <laughs> we we absolutely love fall out here and by the time like fall weather hits mm-hmm. it's like we really only get like two weeks of like really pretty fall weather and so we already got all of our decorations out and everything and i mean in our offices it's pretty freezing cold and so i'm like oh, yeah. sweet i can start wearing sweaters now because then when it gets uh, actually freezing cold um we can't wear our sweaters in our offices because then they blast the the heater and then it's too hot (laughs) to wear sweaters or anything so you have to layer up but yeah that's super fun yeah I think the pumpkin patch is all opened this weekend yes so everyone's getting ready all those pumpkins yes I have not gone to the pumpkin patch out here I have not I've not gone yet there's a couple of good ones and there's a really there's a fun one in I think it's Pocatello mm-hmm. or Blackfoot almost to Pocatello. Okay. Um, and they have a super fun corn maze. And I it's did a, do. It's a night corn maze, or they have it open at night as well. But they have like farm trivia, and that tells you the right direction. So there's like questions about like chickens and cows and just um like I think I went to the, was that one in Blackfoot? It might be. I went to one in Blackfoot yeah. last year, and it was but a it's lot of super fun. fun. I did it um when I was at ISU my theater fraternity did it and we split up into groups and made it um like a competition on who could get through the fastest and i know a bunch about cows and (laughs) um and like you know like the agricultural plants and stuff yeah and then my friend knew a bunch of stuff about chickens and so we just like blazed through on like (laughs) emmeline you get this question i'll get the next question because it's about cows so that's funny yeah we just switched on and off and everyone in our group was like this is great (laughs) i love it yeah that's fun yeah i'm very excited to go do some of the fun fall activities yeah for sure okay are you ready to get into our topic i am okay so i think you know there's a lot of i don't know necessarily misconceptions but a lot of people sometimes have questions on okay well you know, I'm a Christian. I want to share the word of God. Do I have to be in ministry to do that? Do I have to be a missionary to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had I had a friend um, that was going through some stuff one time, and then she really, um, you know, had a realization that she really wanted to follow the Lord and love the Lord. And she goes, Abby, <laughs> do I just give up acting and become a pastor? Like, is that like? <laughs> she was she was like, she, but she was so sincere because there is such you know, talk, you know, I feel like that it is kind of a, you need to be all, you know, 
you have to be in ministry perfect to and in be, ministry to be in yep. ministry right you know which is I, you can be in ministry in everything and i said you know you can you don't have to give up your dreams you can be an actor you can be an opera singer you can be whatever you want to be you can be a construction worker yeah and you could be in ministry mm-hmm. actively while doing that um so yeah i mean i think to just start it off we're started off um Colossians 3.17, whatever you do in word or deed, mm-hmm. do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And I think it's just, you know, walking through your life, having that motivation and that mindset that you are in ministry when you're at your house, when you're going to the grocery store. Like, yeah. do you have to preach to those people? No, mm-hmm. you just show them the Lord's love, right? Well, and I think also you don't have to, I guess, look like a Christian to no. be a Christian. I think that's a big a big thing nowadays is like you have to be the person that looks like a Christian Uh to be viewed as one. And it's like, no, like if there's somebody who's struggling, like say an old lady crossing the street or getting her groceries somewhere, you do not have to not be a Christian to just be like, Hey, can I help you across the street? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be like in the Bible. It says that I'm supposed to do this. You know, like I am. I love Jesus. (laughs) Can I take your groceries for you? It's, it's showing. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, whatever you do in word or deed. And, you know, Matthew 5, 16 says, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify the father that is in heaven. Right. And that's a visual example. We're not doing these good works for the sake of dead works. You know, we're doing these because if you follow Jesus, you want to follow him actively and take action in that. Right. And well, works doesn't even save us. No. Right. Because you can't do, you can't do a list of all these good things and expect that. No. This is my salvation. Like, no, you can't fight for your own salvation. No, you can't. But it is, you know, if you've chosen to live your life for Christ, you, you know, you should be trying to actively live your life for Christ. Mm -hmm. And part of that is loving others and putting others before yourself. And that's not saying that I need to do this to get into heaven because that's not going to get you into heaven, Mm -hmm. but you're doing this because you love Jesus. Well, and honestly, sometimes like without, you don't even have to say that you're a Christian. No. For people to know that something's different about you. Somebody who is not a Christian, and if you are living your life for the Lord Mm -hmm. and you're letting your light shine, like there will be people that aren't Christians that'll be like, something's different about that Well, and person. I think that's, you know, the intention behind this verse is you're let, you're being a light. Exactly. You're letting it show. You're yep. not, you're not being preachy. And it's not saying that you mm-hmm. need to hide the fact that you're a Christian. You need right. to not talk about things, but you're not going to Bible bash people. Right. You know? And I mean, for me, I was, I went to a secular college in a theater <clears throat> department. Um, and there's a ton of different influences and beliefs in that department. Um, and I have great friends that they knew I was a Christian and I didn't Bible bash them. Right. But I was able to say, oh yeah, I have this thing at church. So they knew they, okay. They were like, okay, I know that she goes to water Springs. Cause I talked about that cause it's a part of my life. Right. And taking those opportunities to Abby, what do you believe in? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll tell you what I believe in. And it's made for some uncomfortable conversations. Right. But I still, I, I didn't Bible bash, bash them on saying, no, you're wrong, or I think I'm right. Mm-hmm. I was, this is what I believe in. But we got to those conversations. Took two to three years to get to some of those conversations. <laughs> right. But it was because, you know, having the intention to just love them and to show Christ's love through you, right. no matter what situation you're in. Again, like the grocery store. There's so many cranky people at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maybe showing that cranky person some love mm-hmm. 
make, could make them go, huh, there's something different about that person. That person made my day. Right. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it, it all goes back to loving one another because mm-hmm. I think um, when it comes to living your life for Christ, right, mm-hmm. for bringing glory to him, I think it's easy for people to think that if they're not in ministry, they're not bringing glory to God in right. what they do. When it's like, well, I have a heart for the Lord, but if I if I go out and do this job, then... I'm not going, like, I'm not in a church every single day. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you don't have to be in a church every single day no. to bring glory to God, you know? Like, just going home, I mean, for us, working at a church, like, when we go and get our coffee, say, at Dutch Bros, and they ask what you do and you, or what you're doing, and we're like, oh, well, we're heading to work. Oh, where do you work? Oh, we and it happens every church. single time we go to Dutch Bros. Every single time. <laughs> and it's like, oh, what do you do there? And I think, I don't know why, but I feel like people, <laughs> when you say you work for a church, they think you, all you do is sit around all day and pray. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think that's just like the misconception of working for a church mm-hmm. when they don't realize that the church is an organization that there are needs that need to be met by people, right? There are phones that need to be answered. Mm-hmm. There's things that need to be uh, kept taken care of, right? And so you don't have to be working in a church to do ministry, right? Right. And so, like, I mean, you would know being an actor yeah. and being in the industry that it's like, well, have people come up to you and like, well, you can't really bring glory to God. I've had, in. I've had, <laughs> I've had church people tell me that. I've had yeah. conversations with people, you know, not necessarily, I'm not saying employees or anything, but I've had people from the church that have been like, well, how can you actually bring glory to God if you're acting or you're just going up there? There's all, I mean, you know, there's also misconceptions on what all acting entails. Right. Um, but I was like, you know what? I get to tell not only if I, if I, you know, I'm in a Christian production or a Christian film. Then I get to tell a biblically based story. Mm-hmm. It's not my story, but that's the beauty of theater, in my opinion, on why I love it. I get to tell other people's stories and to step into other people's shoes. But if I'm in a secular play, I absolutely have boundaries on what, you know, types of roles I will take and what I will do and will not do. Um, but I get to share the gospel to my cast and crew. You know, I get to have those opportunities, even if I'm not in a specifically Christian show. If I'm right. in a Shakespeare show, I still get to have conversations <laughs> with those people that I'm around. And if I get to talk to audience after after the show, I get to share that. I always yeah. generally put something in my bio. You know, I was in one show, um, and it was not a Christian show at ISU, um, and but I had the role of, like, the little Christian girl. Um that got bullied um but I was we all got to choose some music to put into mm. the show music and I chose Christian rap because it fit with you know the soccer theme of the show yeah but we had Christian music playing during the show mm-hmm. and then I also had an opportunity I had a friend talking about ghosts during a rehearsal oh. and she was like now Abby what do you believe and I was like all right <laughs> I don't believe ghosts are real personally but I believe that you know there is you know, spiritual warfare. There are, you know, those things around us and we need to be cautious about those things. And I got to share a little bit about spiritual warfare and also (laughs) what I believe in the gospel, you know, that light does overcome darkness. And it's finding those, you know, I was in a very secular area, not saying that like, I'm always perfect. I need to, I always need to keep track of having that on my mind on what opportunities I can take. Cause I've definitely looked back 
on situations and said, oh, no, I definitely missed an opportunity there. Mm. You know, like I'm, I'm not perfect and I'm not sharing these examples as right. though I am. But, you know, it was they were really awesome experiences for me to see how the Lord can work through being in a secular environment and being in an environment that glorifies ourselves right in a right. way that you can turn that around and you can glorify God. If you want to be a musician, you can definitely write all the music you want and glorify yourself, or you can write music that glorifies the Lord and ultimately brings that to him. And I think what's important, like a key part of that is mm-hmm. that the Lord has given us all gifts. Yeah. Right. And For so reasons, like, we can use them. Yeah, exactly. And we are given them to bring glory to mm-hmm. him. Right. So we were all born with a heart and purpose to do what we were meant to do. Mm-hmm. And we were given that by God. And what I, what I go to when I try to think of like, how can I bring glory to God through things that I do in my daily life. Mm-hmm. I've brought it up before, but it's Ecclesiastes 5.20, and it's for he will not dwell unduly in the days of his life because God keeps him busy with the joy of his heart. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to remember that the gifts that God gives us are joys in our heart, mm-hmm. right? You love acting. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love dancing. And I used to I used to teach dance. Um, I used to teach dance for kids um, in inner city in mm-hmm. Colorado and so which my being paid was for me to be able to dance mm-hmm. right so it paid for my tuition to dance by teaching and even when I dance I don't I don't dance for others mm-hmm. right I dance for the glory of God yeah right and so that was a gifting that the Lord has given me and you know I will always have that ability and like the love for dance mm-hmm. <clears throat> just like how you have the love for um, acting, mm-hmm. right? Even if you're not out there acting, I'm sure you love watching a show that has a beautiful story, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. And that's the thing is God will not, you won't, you won't have a sad, horrible life. Like God will give you joy in mm-hmm. that and he will keep you busy in the days of your life by doing what you love mm-hmm. with your giftings, right? Yeah. Well, and that's also, you know, I think some people have the mindset on you know, especially those more artsy passions. Mm. Um, oh, well, you know, either that can't bring glory to Christ or I need to do something of higher importance, mm. you know. And if you have a passion for painting, that is no less important right. than, you know, if you have a passion for writing or however, however, you know, you want to get that gospel out there through whatever form you'd like to even if right. it's even if you're an accountant mm-hmm. you know i don't know anything about being an accountant um <laughs> <laughs> but you can still have great conversations with your coworkers right um and have that example but also like don't diminish the passions that god did give you because they are they are a blessing and they they can be used in wonderful ways we just have to sometimes be creative yeah with how we use them for the gospel i mean that could even be working in like the fast food industry, Mm -hmm. you know, like I know that there are a lot of high schoolers out there that really don't like working in fast food, Mm -hmm. but I knew of a girl and she would always go to work with like the brightest smile on her face and she was a Christian and she wanted to bring joy to others. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but if somebody is having a really awful day and you don't know what they've been through, but you know, if you, if they ask for something and something went wrong and you immediately take care of it, you know, it's the same thing with customer service, right? Just Mm -hmm. having a gentle heart when working with people, 
that can go a long way. That that is loving. A hundred percent. Right. And then that is still bringing glory to God because that is what we're called to do, to love one another. Right. Yeah. And so. Well, and I also think, you know, bringing it back to the passions and giftings that we're given, don't, you know, don't think that they're too far out of your reach. You know, I would have never thought that I would go and, you know, get my BA in theater Mm -hmm. and try to pursue a career in acting. Um, but that's something that the Lord truly did lay on my heart. You know, I was, I was in high school, I, was, I think I was a senior and I was going to just open a bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then I really felt, I was like, I'm supposed to be an actor, which, you know, I never thought that I would have because yeah. I got very small roles all through high school. Um, but you know, if you want to be, if, if you have a kid that wants to be an astronaut, there's steps you can take to literally become an astronaut and yeah. do it for the Lord's glory. Mm-hmm. You know, there's steps you can take towards any career move. If you have a passion for whatever, you can do that. Don't let, you know, I think the world and society kind of brings us down on you need to get a normal job or you need right. to be a doctor or you need to be whatever. Those jobs are amazing too and very necessary for for how this world functions. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, want to be a botanist, and go study flowers, <laughs> then go do that. You know, right. like there, you you can use those passions to glorify the Lord, and you can make them your career as well in whatever mm-hmm. ministry form you'd like to go into. Well, and I think it's also important, just like going into college too, because mm-hmm. you know, I feel like there's a lot of people that bash on going to college, mm-hmm. right? And even if it is in more of like the secular world, going to a college like that. I think you can still bring glory to God by going to a college like that, right? 100%. You know, we're not supposed to just be in our comfortable little bubble, right? We're supposed to go out there. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to go out and make disciples. Doesn't mean you seek one person out and just sit and chit chat with that one person, right? Like you should be going out and spreading the light. Yeah. And you don't have to Bible bash people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to and do also that. these things take time, you know? Mm-hmm. You can have a friend and you can have conversations, light conversations with them for years. Mm-hmm. Eventually a seed might drop. Right. Again, though, that's not, it, it's it's Christ who saves and changes hearts. It's not us. All we can do is be patient right. and not give up on people. I, you know, I think it can be easy to say that person's too far gone mm-hmm. or, oh, it's been this long. They're not going to get it. You might be gone. You might, you know, you might have moved. You might go be with Jesus by the time that they get it. You don't right. know. But it's not up to us to decide whether to give up on them or not. We shouldn't We shouldn't be giving up on people. We should be continuously, you know, investing and putting time to share the gospel and show the love in whatever, you know, relationship or situation we might be around. Well, I think also a lot of people don't know like say we're Christians mm-hmm. and somebody comes up to you and they don't know what God is calling them to do. Mm-hmm. Like how how do you know because I mean people have come up to me before and asked, you know, like how do I know I'm doing what God is calling me to do? Mm-hmm. Right? Which is a great question. It is. And I think we all have to we all come to that question, mm-hmm. you know, on our own and um in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it's trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will with all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Mm-hmm. I think we also forget that in that, we also have to wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't like waiting, but because it says, you know, he'll show us the path, which way to take. <laughs> so it's like, 
we want it now, right? We yeah. live in a culture that wants things right now in this moment. And sometimes we need to wait, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes the answer to something will be yes. Sometimes the answer will be no. Sometimes the answer will be wait. And sometimes you do have to realize, okay, this door is shut. I need to move mm-hmm. on, right? Because sometimes God will make that very, very obvious. And we do have to wait on the Lord. I think yeah. in all of that, we're forgetting the wait mm-hmm. because it'll be like, well, I trust in God. I believe in God. So why am I not getting this? Why am I not being shown which way to go? And it's like, you also have to have the patience, right? Right. And you have to have well, a good and, attitude. <laughs> well, and the faith and the open mind of the Lord taking you wherever. Right. Um. You know, and that's not saying, you know, if the Lord doesn't give it to you, that doesn't mean that's a closed door. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you can still be in waiting and pursuing, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Have I worked for a professional theater company? No, but I'm waiting and I'm still auditioning. You know, like there's still, you still are looking for those opportunities and, you know, you might not get hired. You might get hired. Mm-hmm. You're seeing and waiting for those opportunities, but you still, we still need to also be moving forward in the waiting, if that makes sense. And looking right. out, we can't just, okay, the Lord has called me to be a professional artist. I'm going to sit here and then one of my paintings is going to show up in a museum. No, that's right. not how it works. Right. You know, we do have to be patient and faithful that he's going to provide while still working forward, if that makes sense. Oh, no, that that totally makes sense. And I think for us to be seeking God in everything that you do, mm-hmm. like, I think we we underestimate the power of, like, applying the Bible to our daily life. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know where to start, like if you don't have a, a, a Bible study per se, you could just pick a book in the Bible and start reading and see where God really takes it. You know, if there's a book in the Bible that God has really placed on your heart, mm-hmm. just start there. Yeah. Right. Um, in proverb, I know a big part of it is just taking the Bible and applying it to your life. Mm-hmm. So finding the application mm-hmm. and like, even in whatever work you do, I'm trying to find it. I'll find it in a minute. But it's in Proverbs where it says that a, uh, I think it's a soft answer turns away wrath, mm-hmm. you know. And I've actually, like, I've been trying to find a verse for the week for me to focus on and try applying it to each each day. Mm-hmm. And it's surprising because <laughs> I can't tell you how much that's actually really helped with the way that I respond to people in things, um, you know when you're working in ministry, it's not all good. It's not mm-hmm. all great. You know, there's a lot of, the, well, and you I see think the good, you can the bad, say, and the ugly. That's right? not just working in ministry. That's also living your life for the Lord. You know, exactly. we're not, our lives here what because we work at. at a church is not necessarily different than your life if you're working in a bank. Right. Which is what I was yeah. getting at, as in like how you can apply it to every day, mm-hmm. right? You know, whether you're dealing with in customer service, mm-hmm. right? Or you're working at a bank and somebody's account, there's this big, massive problem, mm-hmm. right? If you not raising your voice at the person, not getting frustrated, but actually taking a moment and know, you know, a soft answer can turn away wrath. You know, mm-hmm. I can probably turn this entire situation around if I just have a soft answer towards this person, you know, and that is a, a big part of that is putting aside your pride, yeah, <laughs> right? Because we're human. Mm-hmm. We want to, we want to stand up for ourselves. We, we want to, we right. want the last word in, right? Yeah. And it's like, sometimes you have to humble yourself and you have to, 
you know what, actually, I will check that out. I will give you a call back. We can get this figured out. And that's not being passive. There's no. a big difference between between actually being loving in the way that we talk to somebody and having a soft answer versus being passive mm-hmm. and thinking that it's having a soft answer. Right. Well, and sometimes, you know, we, we are wrong. Mm-hmm. And having that open mind, and it is hard to find humility sometimes, but admitting, you know what, I knew I was really strong on this thought, but it was not correct. And I'll admit that to you. Um, and yeah, and see how the, the Lord does work through work through those situations, but giving again, the glory to the Lord mm-hmm. that, you know, it's not necessarily us that turns around the situation. That's the Lord giving us, you know, the words to say and working through us right. for the situation. Absolutely. Well, and, and all of that is just uh, taking a little thing from the Bible that yeah. we've read and applying that to our life. That's like seeking. It can. It, it seems like a really small thing, mm-hmm. but just that is seeking to do something for the Lord. Yeah. Right. Well, and you know, I don't remember what verse it is, but you know, the continuing, continuing, you know, walking in prayer, whatever that verse is. <laughs> I don't Steadfast. know how it's. I don't know how it's phrased. But <laughs> but being in constant prayer and conversation with the Lord, you know. It's, it's, I have a, I have a dear friend that you'll be talking to her and then all of a sudden you realize that she's all of a sudden talking to the Lord and not you anymore Mm -hmm. Um, while you're mid conversations with her. But I think she's a wonderful example of being in that constant conversation with the Lord, you know, and always knowing that he is there. You can take two seconds in your work day to send, you know, to, to talk to the Lord and, and, you know, ask for his guidance, ask for his help. But praise him while doing it. You know, he's not yeah. just a vending machine that we can just ask. Yeah. I need this from you. But, you know, I'm coming to you because I'm in this situation. Right. But praise be to you no matter what. Right. Exactly. And I think sometimes we get caught up in, um, I know for me, we get caught up in the, I don't have anything to pray because I don't have to ask God for anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I think that's kind of the culture, right? I feel like yeah. that's a big culture that we all are a part of where it's like, oh, does anybody need prayer? Nobody will answer, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I don't need anything. Nobody's injured. Nobody's hurt, right? But it's like, you know what? Let's also be praying for praises, right? Like that that is a big thing that I think that people could just implement in a daily life uh, or in your daily life and your walk with Christ is like, you know what? No, this hasn't been resolved yet, but you know what? praise God that I got to work today, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, praise God that I still have running water and that we have heat. Well, and I think a lot of people like, you know, going off of what you just said, take for granted some of those things. You you hear Mm -hmm. a little kid pray and they pray, thank you for the food. Mm -hmm. Thank you for my mom and dad. Thank you for our house. Right. And, you know, like simple things like that. And people kind of like giggle. Oh, how cute. But it's like, you know, I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. Mm -hmm. It's simple, but we, you know, we need to stop taking things for granted too. Right. On, you know, yeah, I've had a roof over my head my whole life. Great. You know, but being, wow, I am super blessed. Yeah. Super blessed to to have a roof over my head my whole life, right? Mm-hmm. And not taking those things for granted. And I think kids are an awesome example of of displaying that faith and that gratefulness towards the Lord because, you know, that's all that, that's, you know, a, a lot of times all they have in their life or all that they know that they have in their life because they're, you know, they're five or six. They don't have right. a whole lot going on, um, right. except that they do. They mm-hmm. really do. They're growing, and that's a huge and, you know, integral part of their life. Right. But they're able to display to, to you know, older people, You, you, we should still be praying for our homes and being grateful for that. 
Absolutely. Thankful for our family members. Thankful that we had a meal today, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and and how how long did it pray how long did you pray to get that one thing mm-hmm. right we all have that one thing that we've been praying for and we've been praying for and we've been waiting and then god blesses us with it and then how quick are we to move on to the next thing mm-hmm. right or even we don't even sit and thank god for that mm-hmm. right we might say in that moment oh praise god yeah. but it's like are you taking that same amount of time that you took to ask for it are you going to use that same amount of time to be praising him yeah. for him actually providing it mm-hmm. for you? You know, I think that's a little bit of an aspect that we we lose sight of, mm-hmm. of how we can still be seeking God mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter where we are. Yeah. Right. And like even whatever job you do have, you can pray for your coworkers. Absolutely. You do not have to tell them, I'm praying for you, well, by the way. And that's, that's the aspect on interceding on others' behalf. If you have a you know, coworker that's not a Christian, or even if they are a Christian, and you know that they're going through something, or they if they even seem just a little bit off, and you don't know any details, God knows all the details, and yeah. you can just say, you know, Lord, please be with this person. Yeah, well, they need you. And sometimes you don't have to tell them. No. By the way, I'm praying for you. Mm-mm. Sometimes I feel like the Lord can put it on your heart, mm-hmm. and and will let you know, hey, actually, just so you know, I've been praying for you. That's different. But if it's like. If it's the almost <laughs> rude comeback of like, I've been praying for you, by the way, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> or even if it's not in the rude intention, it mm-hmm. can bring glory to yourself and not right. the Lord. So I'm not saying it always does. I'm not saying that that's the heart behind telling someone, mm-hmm. but you know, it's really awesome to see too how the Lord works in a person's life and how powerful prayer is. Right. You know, I've had, you know, family members going through stuff that, you know, I've, I've sent, a, you know, I have my little prayer group that I send requests out to. My sister has hers. My mom has hers. And there's, you know, 20, 30 people praying for this one person right. and they don't know. Yep. But it's not, again, it's not the people. It's not the amount of people. It's the Lord. But the right. power of prayer is important and we need to not neglect the power of prayer. Absolutely. I know for me, I've had family members that were praying for me to get mm-hmm. out of certain situations that I had no idea. Yeah. You know, my mom reached out to them and asked to be praying for me. Mm-hmm. And a few months later, I got out of those situations and my mom was like, just so you know, you know, <laughs> like Pops was praying for you. You should give him a call and just talk to him about it. And I did. And, you know, he was fervently praying for me to get out of a situation that I was in. Mm -hmm. And the Lord provided. And it was a hard, it was very hard because I was the one who had to put myself out there to get out of the situation. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I did it and I felt the Lord's comfort Mm -hmm. with me through that. Yeah. And I had no idea that... (laughs) She had people out there praying for me. I didn't I didn't request for people to pray for mm-hmm. that specific thing because I felt like I had to do it myself. Yeah. Right? And it's it's almost so selfish <laughs> for us to think that we have to do this well, all ourselves. Well and also, you know, I think that's a good reminder, not you know, both to both to be on the lookout for opportunities to pray for others, mm. whether they know you're praying for them or not. Yeah. You know, invest in those relationships even if you know no details yeah but if you think that someone is just seeming a bit off it does not hurt to pray for them yeah you know but also to not be ashamed to ask for prayer because i think a lot of a lot of people have the mindset on i can do this on my own yep yep i don't need others to think that i'm weak i don't need others to think that i 
might fail. Right. Which, like, <laughs> you need prayer. You need the Lord to work in your life. <laughs> right. You know, don't don't say, no, don't pray for me. Or don't say, well, I don't want to ask for prayer until this comes through in a right. certain way. Exactly. It's not shameful to be in a situation that you need to prayer in. Mm-hmm. It's not. And, you know, especially go to, go to people that you love and you trust. And they have people that they love and they trust that they can also reach out to. You don't have to give details. No. At all. The Lord knows your details. But prayer is important and it is powerful and it's good to ask for prayer. And, you know, there's been multiple times where even myself where I've been woken up in the night mm-hmm. and somebody just that just a specific person, I, I might not have seen them in years, I might not have even thought of them in years, but the Lord brings their name to my mind, mm-hmm. and that's when I just need to take a minute and pray for them, Yeah. and there's been multiple occasions where months down the line, find out that something happened to that person, or that they actually came out of something, mm-hmm. and it's like, the Lord does this for a reason, yeah. right? He, ha- he knows... He knows everything before it's going to happen, mm-hmm. right? But I love how God is always with us. We should be seeking him out, seeking him out on a daily basis, but to know that God is still with us, yeah. right? You know, I think I brought this up a week ago um, in our devotions, and it's like I feel like as Christians we feel like we are in a dark tunnel and God is the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. when we forget that God is actually the light guiding us through the dark tunnel yeah you know it's not that we have to do all these things to get to christ mm-hmm. you do you do to a point right yeah you, you know you have to confess your sins you have to repent right yeah um but we also forget that you can't just keep doing all these good works mm-hmm. right to get to jesus because when you've already accepted him as he's your savior with you. he's in the fire he with is you. with yeah. you and he is that light guiding you through the dark tunnel mm-hmm. right and so i just think that's a great reminder to how you can also be seeking the lord through things yeah. because that is a way how he can guide you if you already have him mm-hmm. he is guiding you and you just need to keep going to him yeah. every day well and i mean bringing it back to you know when you get woken up in the middle of the night, even if you don't have a person's heart or a person's name on your heart, you know, I've really tried to apply in my life when I get woken up in the middle of the night, just praying, Yeah. you know, no matter what it's for, just praying. And I tend to, to, I tend to fall asleep a lot easier and more peacefully if I talk to the Lord when I'm woken up. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Archie had a nightmare last night. So I got woken up at four this morning um, with like this screeching yip. I had no idea. Like it sounded awful. Um, And so I took him outside and then we sat on the couch for a little bit so he could, you know, feel a little bit better. And then I put him back to bed. But then it was hard for me to um, go to sleep because I was like, okay, did he have a nightmare? Like, why did he yelp like that? Right. Um, But then, you know, taking that time to to just pray. And then the, the Lord does bring you peace through that, but also just, you know, Praying on other people's behalf, interceding on their behalf, not being selfish in prayer. You know, obviously, right. there's stuff that you pray for for yourself, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, thinking of those other people, okay, I haven't prayed for this person in a while. I hope that they're doing well. I'm going to pray for them right now. Yeah. Well, and you can reach out to people mm-hmm. without saying that you're praying, yeah. if that makes sense. You know. Hey, I've been thinking about you. How's exactly. it going? Exactly. Yeah. And I think in that, it won't put on the... I don't know. I think some people could get weird about it. If you're, hey, I've been praying for you, by the way, you know, yeah. but it's, hey, you know, I've been thinking about you. 
and if if you feel that the Lord is putting on your heart to tell somebody that you've been praying for them, is like you know the Lord the Lord really put it on my heart to be mm-hmm. praying for you. I hope that everything's going okay, but it doesn't need to exceed that. Yeah, right. You know, just hey, I hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a while since we talked. Just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. Yeah, you know, but. I just think it's really cool to see how God works. Even we really have no idea what he's doing. Yeah. And sometimes we think that we do. And then he'll turn around and be like, you thought wrong. Well, you and know? The, the picture that we see, you know, is just a small portion of the Lord's vision. Right. You know, we don't we don't see how everything involved plays out. Mm-hmm. We just see this little portion. And, you know, we do get to see miracles and we do get to see God working mm-hmm. in every situation. Um, but we don't always see the whole picture. And so, you know, to not minimize God's glory and his majesty and, you know, to remember to sit in awe of him and to be Mm -hmm. in fear of him not afraid of him right but knowing how grand he is compared to us and you know we don't know better the lord knows better and you know we might in a you know a little situation might think oh this is this has got to be it and the lord might turn that around but it's because he has a bigger plan for us absolutely he has a bigger plan for the world for sure yeah good conversation good conversation (laughs) All right. Well, if you have any, if you guys have any um, like stories on how you've been able to minister to others and to be a light to others in a more secular world or situation, we would absolutely love to hear those stories. I love, love, love hearing how the Lord works through random situations, you know, through a conversation about ghosts or whatever, <laughs> right. you know, we would love to hear, we would love to hear your experiences on how the Lord um, has been working through y'all. So feel free to send those in. But Hannah, do you have a fun fact? I do have a fun fact. Um, And this is, I don't know, some of my fun facts I feel like are common sense, but then some people genuinely don't know. Uh Um, But my fun fact is that this involves shrimp. And in case those that don't know, the heart of a shrimp is actually located in its head. I remember learning about that and like, I think it was biology. Yeah. And uh, I just thought it was really, really cool. Like, it's weird, it's but weird, it's also but cool. really cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's my well, fun that fact fun. for you. Well, I have a fun animal one. Um, a crocodile can't stick its tongue out. <laughs> I don't know why it would, but it can't. <laughs> I wonder what other animals can't so, do that. That's we- that is weird. Yeah. I mean, fish- It makes sense. You wouldn't, you've never seen, I mean... You, a crocodile sticking its tongue out would look weird. <laughs> so, as well, the teeth up front. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a little fun fact for you. That is a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have well, anything else, Hannah? I don't. I think that's it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Here's the Deal Pod. We truly appreciate all of our listeners. We would love more listeners. Tell your friends and tell your family. (laughs) Um, And you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Here's the Deal Pod. And you can also DM us, leave a comment on our Instagram post, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And we would love to hear your thoughts. And if you have anything you'd like us to talk about in future, future episodes, let us know. And thank you so much. All right. Bye.